Welcome to Hero's Journey Physio Fitness. Our mission is to empower, inspire, and mentor people to reclaim their health and become self-reliant in their fitness. I'm your host, Dr. Cameron Hogue. Join with me as my co-host, Annabelle Rios. All right, we are going live in three, two, one. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Hero's Journey Physio Fitness. Where dreams come true. Exactly, and you can have the body of your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're switching it up on you. Look around you. Who do you see? Approach them quickly, politely, and say, hey. Not aggressively. To, yeah, not aggressively. Check out the Hero's Journey Physio Fitness Podcast. There you go. Easy. Yeah, Tell two people. We'll do two. We usually do one. You know, we're doing progressive overload, so you got to keep improving. <laughs> Can't just do one. <laughs> and all that was beautifully said, my friend. Of course. So I'm also going to tell you guys about our friend. Oh, our good friend. Our good friend, uh, Legions Athletics. Okay. Legions is the number one brand of all not natural sports supplements in the world for a few good reasons. Number one, all products are 100% natural. No artificials. No artificial sweeteners, flavors, or dyes. Legion doesn't use any proprietary blends. What you see is what you get. And Legion only uses the clinically effective dose of ingredients that have been proven to work. So if you like what you just heard, which Annabelle and I do, we usually we use their products. Head on over to www.legionsathletics.com. Use the code HEROES, that is H-E-R-O-E-S, to get 20% off your first order and double loyalty points on every order after that. You need your hero? We're your heroes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What's gotten into you, man? I don't know. What are we talking about today, man? I'm I'm drinking coffee, water, and protein shake at the same time, and it's beautiful. And you beautiful. pre-worked out this morning. And pre-workout, so I am high on life. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about something that is often disregarded. There is a secret power, and that power is walking. <laughs> a secret power that lies within. The power of walking. Yeah, there we're going to talk about walking today. It's, uh, as Animal kind of said, sometimes, well, there's two, extre- there's two extremes, okay? Mm-hmm. There's the extreme of, I don't know, maybe you are a um, high-level athlete. Maybe you're really into fitness. You've been doing it for a while, and walking is beneath you. Um, you know, you'd rather get on the rower, you might want to go on a run, hike, whatever. And walking is, it's just elementary. You don't want to do that anymore. And then on the other side of the spectrum are some people that like I might see in physical therapy who, and I, you know, oh my goodness, your leg is really weak. Do, do you exercise at all? Well, yeah, I walk and I'm like, oh, well, that's not, that's not going to cut it either. So like walking is like the end all be all for some. And then walking is beneath of others. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where it sounds too easy to be true mm-hmm. for those people, right? Who you haven't worked out and you, you don't know what, how to start or what to even do. You're like, Hey, why don't you just take up walking? I, ah, okay. But seriously, what's the secret? Uh, pipe down there now. <laughs> like it's just start walking. Yeah, we're gonna we're definitely gonna go through the pros. Uh, we're gonna go through at the very end. We got some common questions about walking, uh, and then like basically how to start applying this to your life to kind of start reaping these benefits because we like we like the benefits. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, guys, shit, do I even need to listen to <laughs> this podcast? Are you gonna tell me go outside and start walking? I'm like, yeah, kind of, but you'll you'll learn why. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that we, I've seen, I'm sure you've seen too, Ken, when mm-hmm. you look online to these um, 
fitness coaches, fitness influencers, fitness anything, you'll hear that a lot of them, after they've gotten to maybe their dream body, they're at that place where they want to maintain their their leanness or their physique, you'll hear most of them say, what do you do? What do you do? What, what kind of cardio are you doing? They're like, I don't do cardio in the sense of most people, the, in the way that people think about it, meaning going out for a run, going out for a bike. And, getting hot and sweaty on a treadmill. Yeah, exactly. Say, I just walk. Say, what? You just walk. And it's one of those things where it sounds so easy, but they do it for a few reasons. One, it doesn't make you super hungry, like some of the other high-intensity interval tra- types training. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't make you very hungry. And it's easier to do. It's easier on your body. Easy so that makes rec- sense. Easier to recover from. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that was that was super interesting. Us uh, kind of just going through a lot of the people you might find on, you know, YouTube or Instagram, and you will be surprised how many of them will say, "I get my steps in or I walk," and that's kind of like my cardio and how I like, you know, burn some of my calories. Yeah. And not to say they don't do other things, but right. that's like, or not to say they hadn't done intense cardio in the uh-huh. past. But the fact that they use that in their training of just getting their steps and walking, uh, I think there is something that w- can be learned from that. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's it shouldn't be beneath people is what mm-hmm. we're trying to get out, out of this. Another another good point about walking is it can be done the rest of your life in, in like everybody unless you're in a wheelchair, everybody <laughs> can walk. And uh, you know, like yeah. I don't want to be too like brutal about that, but like if you have two legs and you can walk, like this is something you can do no matter. Where your starting point is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's sustainable. Because I think we talk about that, but you're going to have to keep doing something too. I know at first you're like, oh my gosh, I got to lose 50, 100, et cetera, pounds. But guess what? Once you lose the weight, you have to find something to keep it off. And walking seems to be that for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Walking is... um, I, I just like how anybody can do it. You can you can literally you can have a treadmill if it's raining outside. Uh, you can walk at different times of the day, mm-hmm. sunny, cold. Like there's just you can do it anywhere, anytime for most of the time. You know, most yeah, oh, no, it's I thunderstorming. Agree. Unless you're David Goggins, and that's the perfect time to go outside. You see, it's raining. Let's go for a run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell us about uh, our ancestors. So this was interesting as we were looking into this more. And one, we don't walk that much. And then I thought, okay, what about our ancestors back in the uh, hunter-gatherer days? So there was this article that said they walked around 16 to 17,000 steps, which is about eight miles per day. They say about because it's going to matter. It's going to depend on your your height, your weight, your steps. your So it's about eight miles per day. Yeah. That's a lot. That's uh, some, some people just think about that. It's like, I mean, 16,000 steps doesn't sound that bad. But, but like you also got to think about it back eight then. Miles, like. <laughs> That's a lot to think about in terms of miles. The only way you got around was what? Walking. On your feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe a, what is a, a snow dog and yeah. a sled or something <laughs> like that. Well, so, so it makes sense. Yeah. We'll link the article on that uh, in case anyone wants to fact yeah, check us. But, but, we'll but nowadays, <sighs> I might be getting ahead of myself, but we, 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 we barely get any steps. I think what it's a... Under four thousand, less than four thousand steps a day. Yeah, per the Mayo Clinic, it was like three to four thousand a day for average, and that that takes into consideration people that work like in restaurants and are walking back and forth, and people uh-huh. who sit at a desk. Mm-hmm. So it's probably. I mean, again, that's the average. But I mean, if you have a desk job, you're probably getting way less 
then I know that I have a desk job in. You don't move. <laughs> I, I mean, even as a, it was kind of crazy. Even as a, a physical therapist, um, I had a Garmin, and I was like, man, <laughs> I'm gonna, I've, I probably got, you know, before I even get home, I've got like ten thousand steps, and I checked it before I got home, and I was like. I was at like three to four thousand steps. Like I thought when we were talking about this, like, man, you you probably get easily eight to ten. And you're like, no, no. I, I guess I, I I do a lot of standing. I guess. I mean, yeah. you know, you walk and you show exercise and stuff like that. You, th- I thought that I would walk more. I guess I do more standing than walking. But that was kind of a shocker to me that I didn't get that as many steps as I thought for a active standing job versus like. And then there are jobs like. You know, a lot of hard labor jobs, but you know they're getting their steps in. For sure. So. So <laughs> this is kind of interesting um, about where the – so people will say in terms of steps, you got to get – 10,000. 10,000. Everyone's probably heard that. Get your 10,000 steps in. I thought it was actually kind of funny. Annabelle found this, where it actually came from. From a marketing campaign for those little uh, things you wear on your hip. They count your steps. It's called pay a pedometer. Yeah. Those bastards. <laughs> a lot of these things are just marketing campaign. I think I heard the same thing about like orange juice and like cereal and breakfast food that it was just, they were just trying to sell more. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these things is like, it's good for you. But with the steps though, there it is, has been found yeah, that there is some, some validity to getting close to 10,000 steps. Yeah. I think that, I think that one is probably a more of a true, you know, you know, not so sneaky in terms of the marketing on like just, they got their money. That's for sure. They, they did. <laughs> Um, I mean, I had some patients that would have it around their ankle. They had like a little tracking yeah. thing for their ankle. Like some had it on their hip, but some people were like, that tracks better on my ankle than my hip. Um, but yeah, <laughs> 10,000 actually has been shown to be a, a very good range of steps with all the benefits that we're going to talk about here. Yeah, and 10,000 would be t- about five miles a day. About. Um, and again, you can track. I mean, there's so many different ways now. Like if you keep your phone in your pocket, like your phone now kind of can, mm-hmm. can kind of track your steps. If you have any sort of smartwatch, it's definitely tracking your steps. Um, Fitbits, Garmin's, Apple Watches. Yeah, or let's say you don't have a smartwatch and you don't have a pedometer. We're we're later on going to give you some of the average times mm-hmm. these steps or, or different um, mileage is going to take. Yeah. And you can just look at your watch. Okay, I've walked 15 minutes. Now I've walked 30 minutes. Okay, and then you kind of just add it up, and I should be close to it. You know, we're seeking mm-hmm. that good enough, not perfect. Right. So you might – you know what I you know what I realized, Annabelle? What's I, that? It just reminded me of this. <laughs> I So I went back, and I listened to a few of our – sometimes I'll go back and listen to a few of our podcasts. I after don't, we're done but editing. continue. And I was like, I've got a filler word that I say, and it is so – so, so I'll be like, so, so what? Like, so like, yes, just so I'll say, so before I say something else, like that's my filler word. I don't say like literally or like, or all this stuff. I say, so, and I'd literally, I, I'd literally, <laughs> I just said, so just a minute ago, right before we did that. And just I think I have one too, but I don't know what it is. Cause I don't listen back to the other episodes. I'll, I'll be on the lookout for yours. Uh, Everyone's got one. Everybody has I'm one. really trying not to say, so I'm trying so hard, so hard. <laughs> you <got> so. <laughs> That was a hard one. Yeah. As well, people say, um, e, uh, uh, like, uh, right. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. What if you're the person that does have, um, more of a sitting job? You're not, uh, you don't have an active job. We have some tips, uh, how you can get your steps in kind of shooting for that 10,000 a day. One of you, one of the tips that we can give you is just think about breaking it up throughout the day. 
Yeah. Oh, quick saying, I guess 10,000 steps. Again, it's about five miles. It's around an hour and 40 ish minutes, maybe a little bit less. So you just keep that in the back of your mind. That way you can find a way to break that up. Yeah. Continue. So, oh my gosh, I just did it again. <laughs> I'm going to be so co- cognizant of that now. But breaking it up, you might do some in the morning. You might do some at lunch. You might do some when you get home. You might walk with the, like, think about you go to the grocery store, you go to this, you go to that. Like just, you're breaking it up throughout the day. You don't have to necessarily think I got to walk for an hour and 40 minutes straight. Because when you say you're like, oh my gosh, but you could have an active job and you check your, your uh, smartwatch or phone and you say, okay, uh, at my job, I'm getting about, maybe you're getting five to six thousand. Okay, good. That way you can figure out, I need to get another 4,000 in. Mm-hmm. So you just got to also know what kind of job you have. Right. Park further away if you don't work from home anymore, you know, since COVID and everything. <laughs> park far away when you're at the grocery store. Park far away. Actually go to the grocery store. Act- yeah. I mean, oh, wow. That I- is true. Most what? people even probably don't even go to the grocery store. You just probably have it on delivered and do uh that is nice though. Pick up. It is very nice. <laughs> but not conducive to getting your steps. I'll say, oh my people. gosh, the more that I think about it, we're gonna be walking a lot less in the next several the years. The world is coming to convenience. At least in the first world. In the first world, exactly. Uh, we are in the first world, so that's how we're speaking from our perspective. Yeah. It's hard. We don't live in another world. First so world problems. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Uh, another thing we can do is we can take the stairs. I mean, that's obvious. If you uh, work on the third floor instead of taking the elevator, taking the stairs. My favorite one is taking a cab for a walk. That's what they do in Mexico <laughs> is what I heard. <laughs> no, they don't, but I thought it was funny. Yeah. Oh, they can't put that in. Take, a, take your cat for a walk. Like, you don't take cats for a walk. <laughs> you do now. Take your dog for a walk. That's, actually, that's actually a good one. It is a good one. Set reminders on your phone. If you, if you have a desk job, Set it for 20, 30, every 40 minutes, something like that, where you get up and you take a lap around the it's office. It's also good, too. Go say hi to Jennifer, get, you know? Oh, not Jennifer. No. No. Pam. Pam. <laughs> Staying in the office, anyway. I know. Because sometimes you, you sit, you're sitting down all day anyway, and you kind of get tight. So just stand up, take a five, ten-minute walk, mm-hmm. go get coffee. Yeah. Uh, listening to music while you walk. That can be a way that some people really like listening to music. So just take that listening music instead of sitting down or in your car or whatever and just go for a walk while you listen to it. Take a family member. Take a friend. Have a mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. Use time that you'd normally be sitting down and talking. Oh, call a friend. Maybe they're not with you. I take actually do that quite a bit. Do it's, you really? I, I called uh, Jake and Austin the other day on one of my walks. Yeah. And uh, Austin was like, you running? I'm like, no, I'm going up a hill with a dog and a, <laughs> weight, and a weighted vest on. I'm out of breath. <laughs> but are, I, you, are you jogging? <laughs> Yogging, so I do call people. Um, yes. What else we got on here? Ooh, I like this one a lot. Walk while you're waiting. So if you are at a doctor's appointment, if you have to wait for whatever it might be, pl- you're waiting to board the plane. It's mm-hmm. like an hour to delay. Just take a little walk. Yeah, don't leave your luggage though. Apparently, the take it with you. They don't like that. <laughs> and uh, oh, this is one I've been implementing recently: is taking a. 15-minute walk at the end of your lunch break. Mm-hmm. It actually kind of helps me not feel as like sluggish sluggish and full. And it feels good to kind of get outside during lunch and just walk for about 15 minutes. Sometimes I'll call people. Sometimes I'll just let's do a podcast. And it's nice. It kind of breaks my day up a little bit. Mm. I do like that one. That is a good one. That's a good one. All right, guys. So you may have not heard of this. 
It is called the Blue Zones. It's about five in the world, right? I think it's four or five. Something like that. Four or five, maybe six. Place in the world where people are living up to like 100 plus years. Centarians, what they're called. That's kind of a cool word, centurion. It is. So it sounds like centaur. <laughs> half horse, half man. Yeah, that's what I think about. And there's a lot of things that they do. But the one that we want to focus on is they make moving a part of their life. So they're, they're just moving naturally. So they're a little bit more active than we are in most f- first world countries. So what that means is generally about every 20 minutes they're they're moving. They're doing something active. They're not just sitting down. Whereas I think for us, most of the time we're, we're sitting down. We're mm-hmm. sitting in the car. We're sitting while we're working. We're sitting while we eat. We're sitting while we poop. watch TV. <laughs> sitting on, yeah. <laughs> be pretty impressive if you don't sit the way poop there in a bowl. That's why it takes you so long. <laughs> but when you're in the woods, you don't sit. You squat. You squat. Yeah, they've made it part of their lifestyle. Yeah. And right now, most people in America's lifestyle is sitting, not active. Which is why we get less than 4,000 steps a day. Exactly. Most of us. Yeah. So th- we wanted to give you some numbers to some of these, too. Uh, Annabelle had pulled these up, and these are really good. Again, these are averages because I know some people are like, but I'm taller, I'm shorter, I'm this, I'm... Average people. Average. Average people. Hit him with a 2,000, Cam. 2,000 steps. So if you're if you're getting 2,000 steps in a day, that's roughly a mile. That's roughly about 22 minutes of walking, roughly 100 calories burned. So if you feel like you can walk for 22 minutes on your lunch break, that's one mile. That's about 2,000 steps. You burn about 100 calories. And that's probably what most people are getting. Most likely. Most likely. Yeah. Check your phone and see what it says. Yeah. What about 5,000? 5,000 steps is about two miles, 45 minutes, and about 250 calories. I like these numbers just to kind of paint a picture when you're trying to break it up. Mm-hmm. And, okay, it's like, yeah, you can walk in the morning when you're walking your dog outside. So they can use the bathroom because it's, it's the same. Right. And then during lunch, another 15 minutes, and then another afternoon walk. And then bada beam, bada boom, and you're almost... So you may have even hit the 45 minutes. Was that? Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. 30, 30, 45. Boom. You're welcome. That's one. 8,000 steps. That is about three and a half miles. Hour and 20 minutes. This one is closer to 300 to 400 calories. All right, Ken, you want to do the last two? Yeah. Uh, so I just, uh, I just pulled up my calculator because I wanted to hit this number real quick. So 10,000 steps is about five miles. It takes about an hour and a half. An hour, hour and 40, hour, hour 30, 40, yeah. yeah. And it's four to 500 calories, give or take. Mm-hmm. So I just did the calculation here. Check my math, people. If you walked 10,000 steps a day, you did it every day and you did it for a year, you would you will walk 1,820 miles. Oh, wow. Say that again. So if you, walked ten, if you took 10,000 steps every day for the full year, you will have walked... 1,820 miles. Wow. So that's going to add up. That That's like a, you're stacking. Some and if way. you're doing that for the rest of your life, man, that's going to compound. That, yeah, ex- exactly. That the, the whole thing about compounding your fitness and lifestyle, like those things are going to add up in a good way. In a good way. In a really good way. So I just wanted to see what that was since 10,000 is kind of the gold standard. I'm like, man, that's quite a bit of miles you'll get in a yeah. year. That's a good goal. That is a good goal. What's the last one? 15,000 steps. That's about seven miles. Should take you about two hours, and it can get up to about 1,000 calories, maybe about 500 to 1,000 calories. These mm. are, these are 
guys, this is, has compounding effects here. Yeah, and it's simple. I know it's not sexy. It's not this new secret to the ultimate way to lose fat forever or the ultimate. It's walking. It's not fun. It doesn't sound exciting, but it's very beneficial. Would you say a good daily goal for most would be eight to ten thousand? Yeah, I think that would. Yeah. Be, I think that'd be great. Uh, we do have one at the end. Like our our call to action will tell you kind of how to start implementing this. Because listen, if you're <laughs> first, you got to figure out where you're starting, and then we'll kind of guide you from there. Yeah. So stay tuned to the end to figure out how to kind of implement this. Now you have to wait and listen. But we, that's right. <laughs> got to listen to us drone on here. We do have some common question and answers about walking. Things that we've seen online. Things that I've asked, been asked in the clinic. All that kind of kind of stuff. So question number one. Annabelle loves this one. Is walking the silver bullet for my health and fitness problems? No, I was laughing because he said so. But it's Did a I say so again? Word. It's a common word. What else are you going to say? Dang it, man. But back to the question. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, there is no silver bullet. No, there's not. Annabelle loves the saying there are no silver bullets. There isn't. There's but you can load up on all kinds of bullets. <laughs> that's right. There there are you know a lot of things. Where actually The next question is the pros. But there are things that, you know, walking does not accomplish. Like you're not getting any sort of upper body strength, hypertrophy, or endurance. You're really not getting any lower extremity strengthening. Maybe if you're doing some hills or you put a weighted vest yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, and you're not really increasing what we would call your VO2 max. Like basically your aerobic base, your ability to do a lot of like high cardiovascular output type activities. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it is very beneficial. But, but not to dismiss it, but... It, it's like a lot of the, a lot of things that we talk about is this one thing is good, this other thing is good, but a lot of times we're getting camps. Like I'm only gonna do mm-hmm. um, resistance training. I'm only gonna do cardio. It's like, it's like okay, but you need to do a little bit of all of it. Exactly. So what's question number two, Annabelle? What are the biggest pros for daily walking or getting your steps in? One of the biggest ones is the vitamin D exposure. Just being outside in nature, getting from the sun. It's it's really good for you, and then also while you're doing that, you're you're burning calories. I believe, and I could be misquoting this. I'll have to relook it up. It was a like I want to say seventy to eighty percent maybe of Americans are vitamin D deficient, and mm. uh, vitamin D is very crucial for immune functions, for uh, hormonal support because vitamin D actually. Anyway, it can turn. It's more oh, it's like yeah. it's more hormonal in nature than a vitamin when it gets processed, but. But, you know, sorry. Go for it. I'm going to ramble for a little bit. But now we're being told you shouldn't be outside because sun exposure is so bad for you, this and that. But, like, also it's good for you. Yeah. I mean, don't go get fried. Don't get fried, but don't be scared to go outside. Put some sunscreen on and you're good to go. Yeah. Don't just use LED lights. Right. Another good one. say that tangent. No, that's okay. Another big pro is you are burning calories. Yeah. Like we said, with the, if you're getting your 10,000 steps in, that's at least 500 calories burned. Not to also mention you're kind of, um, which is another point, is fueling your metabolism. You're kind of mm. stoking that, keeping that going to help burn additional calories and food that you eat and all that kind of and stuff. And it makes it easier to stay in good shape. It does. Another pro is stress reduction. Like that's huge. Yeah, take a hike, take a <laughs> quite literally. <laughs> I know a lot of therapists, um, when people come in for, if they're feeling anxious, stressed, one of their, one, one of their, among many, are getting outside and going for a walk. 
Yeah. It really does help. It kind of hits on all the ones that we've talked about in prior in our stress management episode. Like physical activities is really good for your brain, and then also getting that sun exposure is really good for you. And then if you're going out in nature, nature therapy, some trifecta. Boom! Wow, you're welcome. <laughs> Free therapy right here. Nets. <laughs> I think another thing, another pro for this is if you're making, it's going to start to become a lifestyle change. And li- we all know lifestyle changes what actually leads to long-term success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that buzzword, but it's so true. We're trying to give you something that is sustainable. A lot of times you look at all these articles, social media, and it's all these clickbait, new trends. This one isn't sexy, but it's sustainable and it's going to help you. I, I, I totally agree. What's the next one, Doc? So another question is, I have osteoarthritis in my knees or I have osteoarthritis in my hips. Will walking make it worse? I get this question a lot. Mm. The answer is no. Walking will actually help you. <laughs> so most of the major joints in our body, we call them synovial joints. And that basically means that they're filled with this stuff called synovial fluid, which helps the cush- cushion lubricate the joint. Walking will actually help to kind of stir that fluid up, almost like oil kind of lubricating in an engine. Mm. It actually makes the joint feel better. And this is especially true of people that have osteoarthritis. Typically, those type of um, people that have osteoarthritis are typically um, in more pain in the morning, like when they first wake up. But as they get going and start moving around and walking, their pain typically gets better. Hint, hint, the walking around, stirring it up, not being sedentary. They think sedentary makes it feel better because you're resting, and then when you start moving, it hurts, but staying active is actually what keeps So, to sum it all up, avoidance is typically not the solution. Exactly. The whole concept of, you know, resting out, like are your joints resting out or wearing out? Mm-hmm. And uh, we I thought we talked about that, We right? did talk about that. <laughs> I want to bring that one back up again. I've got more to say. Mm-hmm. Say that again. Rusting out versus mm-hmm. uh, wearing out. And if you're being more sedentary because you're afraid that the walking is going to make your joints worse, you're actually just rusting your joints. That you're going to be in more pain versus getting up, getting moving, stirring up that synovial fluid, making the joints mm. feel better. And it's not just that. Walking is also low impact. So that helps joint health. And it's weight bearing, can, which can help maintain and uh, kind of promote stronger bones and prevent osteoporosis, which is a breakdown of the bone itself or a weakening of the bone itself. Yeah, maybe you don't want to ride a bike because it hurts your butt. We've all been there. <sighs> Just walk. <laughs> I know. Getting in the saddle's tough. Mm-hmm. All right, what's number four? All right. So another common question is, I have a significant amount of weight to lose. Will walking help? Anything will help, but walking will definitely help. Yeah. Especially at that point, because you'll probably see, oh, you need to start running. It's good for you. It is good for you. But you probably can't run. Not if you're 300 pounds. Not if you're 300 pounds. Not if you're 50 plus pounds overweight. Start with walking. It's going to be really good for you. And it's something that we say you can do for the rest of your life. And we talk about that. You want to do, you want to find things you can do sustainably because you'll stick to it and you'll have that compounding effect. Right. And remember, nutrition is still the key to weight loss. Yes. So don't just think I'm going to walk and that's how, you know, I'm going to still eat fried Oreos <laughs> and all that stuff. We always recommend some resistance training for sure. Mm-hmm. But walking can be one of the easiest things you can do to get active, start stacking wins and start burning calories. And yeah, you got to start now. Yeah. And this is one thing you can do right now. 
we kind of covered this next question already, but can walking help my anxiety and depression? And the answer is yes. There has been more research that shows that walking outside will and can reduce symptoms of anxiety and or depression. And for multiple reasons, we don't have to get into those, but Mm -hmm. just know that it is very helpful, especially if you're feeling down or feeling anxious about Yeah, start with five minutes. Go outside for five minutes. Yeah. What's the next one, Doc? This next one's kind of fun, but uh, this is, I guess, more of someone, maybe a type A person asking this. Should I listen to music or a podcast, or should I just think introspectively while I What's the best way, Cam? Tell me now. The best way is no music. It's cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. We were talking earlier, Annabelle, about you were saying about your goals or like what, what you're trying to accomplish. Listening to music, we know, has been shown to boost mood, help mm-hmm. with stress, so you can get a double... The right w- kind of music. Yeah. <laughs> the good music. The good music. But uh, yeah, it's true. It's like, are you trying to maybe, I don't know, feel a little bit better, build your mood? Yeah, maybe put some music. Are you wanting to learn? Are you wanting some alone time? Mm-hmm. Are you, is that is this the time where you can plug in a podcast and, and actually get your learning in or you get your information in for the day? That might be a good time to, to listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. That way you can be present with people while you get back f- after you get back from your walk. Yeah, or is it a moment of silence for you? Yeah. To clear your head. Yeah, it's cluttered mind. Sometimes that intro, like I'm a deep thinker, like when I mow the grass or go on walks and stuff. So like I just find myself thinking about... The meaning of why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like you're, you're solving all the life problems. Huh. Check. Check. Nets. <laughs> uh, I always recommend praying while walking. If that's something that you're into, I think it's a great time. Peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. Be outside. Be in, be in nature. Maybe you don't pray, but just be still. Be still. No music, no nothing. Just, yeah. just walk. Yeah. So that one was just kind of more of a fun question, but all of the above. Try all the above. See what happens. Mm-hmm. See which one you like. This is a good one, Annabelle. Tell us number seven. Do I need a good pair of shoes for walking? Yeah, go out and spend at least three hundred dollars on some nice kicks. You'll be good to go. Make sure, <laughs> make sure it's got the Hero's Journey logo. Yeah, on. <laughs> pay us. No, we get. We always recommend a good pair of running shoes or walking shoes. Maybe even a minimal shoe. You just don't. You know, feet are important. So mm-hmm. if you're on your feet, just make sure you got something comfortable. But don't let that stop you. Nah. If you have some old sneakers, you're walking. You're not running. You can use those for a while. Yeah. Listen to your body. And like Animal said, mm. just just start. Yes, that's that's more important. I think a lot of times, I know I have in the past where I'm kind of that type. Okay, I need to have the perfect solution for walking. Right. What shoes, what socks, what shirts. Just start and then learn on the fly and keep. Okay, maybe these shoes aren't good for me. I need to get something else. But Yeah. No reason not to start. Mm-hmm. So... What? I just went messing oh, with so you. Did I say it again? No, you didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Number eight. Is there a difference in terms of your health between, quote, getting your steps in throughout the day and walking for 30 to 60 minutes at It's a good time? question. Because I think that's probably what some people are thinking. It's the last question of the day. You know, it's almost like that thing of what if I did one push-up a uh, hundred times throughout the day versus a hundred pushups in a row or like, is there a difference between just, you know, mm-hmm. getting your steps in and there is kind of a difference. We'll we'll kind of discuss here, but at the same time, you're still burning about the same amount of calories. Yeah. I think we, s- you were saying it just depends on what your goal is. Exactly. 
So you're going to burn about the same calories. You're still getting active. You still are promoting all the benefits that we've been talking about, but it depends on your goal. You know, getting your steps and step in throughout the day, like not in one bout, you're not going to really increase, you know, your quote aerobic capacity because it's not at one time, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you can't walk 20 minutes, you have to walk 20 minutes before you can walk 30 minutes and like just walking for one minute every hour or whatever like you know whatever adds up to 20 minutes mm-hmm. that was a horrible example every 30 minutes you know that it's better than nothing but it's not going to increase your aerobic base yeah and uh another thing with that we still like again it just depends on your goal but we would rather you be active and do well let me go back some people will still need to walk those 30 minute bouts to get their steps in yep so that's going to be majority of people unless you have an active job. I would think so. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, it's not like one or the, I'm trying to get, it's not one or the other. It's both. Yeah. Like to get your steps in your, to get, you know, five miles in, you're going to have to go on some sort of bout of walking. That's going to mm-hmm. be probably 15 minutes yeah, to an hour. It might be like a uh, evening walk. Something yeah. like that. So that, so that question is like, they're kind of tied together, you know, but I would still say that they're pretty similar. You're burning calories. You're staying active. But walking continuously will have more of a carryover in terms of your aerobic capacity. Mm-hmm. But in terms of health, I think they're both pretty similar and will give you the same kind of end result. So like you like to say, it doesn't matter. It really does. And sometimes we get nuanced. But that was a decent question because, you know, some people are probably thinking that. And it doesn't yeah. really matter. They're probably, it's a... I mean, would you say if you're trying to re- build your aerobic base, you probably should start doing some light jogging? I would yeah if you're, again if yeah if you're really trying to build your aerobic base you probably want to be doing more of moderate to vigorous cardio activity versus just like more mild to moderate or mm-hmm. like walking like that. So there are benefits to walking. Mm-hmm. Consistency is always is key. Absolutely boring I know but so you need to incorporate some regular walks into your routine. Again, it, it can be short, it can be long. Doesn't really matter. Mm-mm. Depends on what how your schedule looks like. You can get them in. And it can help you in a lot of ways. You know, not just your physical health, but also your, your mental health. Absolutely. So how we're gonna how we're gonna I said it again. How we're gonna go about this. Let's just say you got you're the four thousand stepper. Yeah, in. you get four thousand. Let's just say you're me, because I'm apparently I was getting about four thousand steps and even though I have a standing active job. What we would suggest is to start to increase your total steps by 500 to 1,000, you know, every week. So you're saying if you do 4,000, do 4,500? For that week and the I'm next sure week. you probably don't get it on the weekends, most people. This probably goes down. Mm-hmm. Like, I need a rest. So try to hit that for a week or two. Yeah, so and then you you're saying yeah. add. And then the next week it'd be 5,000. The next week, 5,500, mm-hmm. 6,000. Some people can just shoot for the moon and go for the whole 10. Doesn't I mean, you'll just see how you feel. It'll probably, yeah. you know, slow low impact, high recovery time from walking. I will start low and then if it's really easy then like you said bump up 5000. Yeah. Utilize your lunch break. Use utilize yeah. the tips we talked about earlier, but there you have to have a way to track and you need to start increasing by yeah. 500. Yeah. Tracking can be either through an app. You can buy one of those pedometers. Not Even, sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> or time, like I was saying, you just look at your watch, say, okay, I walked 15 minutes, write it down somewhere. Okay, I walked. And that way you can kind of gauge based on the numbers that we set. Um, what's, oh, let's say you walk 
two thousand. You're an office worker. You get barely two thousand. Okay, that your your goal is two thousand five hundred, and you keep building up. Yeah, that's where we want you to start. Five to ten thousand, five to a thousand steps every week until you get to that sweet magic number of ten thousand, or beyond. Yeah. Or honestly, if you don't want to do cardio, let's say you have a lot of weights to lose, and you you're saying I don't want to, I don't like one. Okay, don't run. Get more steps in. Mm-hmm. Increase it. Exactly. Walk for an hour before work. Walk for an hour after work. Walk during work. Get those steps in. Walk while you're work. Get one of those desks to have a treadmill. Hey, I thought I, about that. Hey, if I had a stay-at-home job, I would get one of those little portable treadmills and hook everything up and just walk. I know. I was thinking about that. Anyways. Yeah. That's all that we got. Well, all right, guys. Like we like telling you, remember, you are human. You should not seek perfection, but daily improvement. All right. See you guys. See you guys.